it's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on On Wrecked Rankings. Rankings. Welcome to another edition of Wrecked Rankings. This is Nathan, and today our topic is going to be zoo animals. But more specifically, really the way we're approaching this is, if you're going to visit a zoo, what are the five best and worst animals to go see as a zoo spectator? Wait, I thought today's episode was Zoolander. <laughs> How would the rankings even work? I thought it was Ben Stiller's outfits. <laughs> is there more than... I, I've actually never seen Zoolander all the way through. Really? I've, I've seen many clips of so it. So you've not seen the second one? No, absolutely not. Huh, that's actually surprising. I, th- I really thought you would enjoy Ben Stiller. <laughs> and then, uh, by the way, I guess the other big announcement is we have a returning beer to the, the cast today. We're once again drinking the St. Arnold's Comeback Wit which was their collaboration beer with the Houston Zoo to help, uh, was it the uh, Houston Wetland uh, Critters? I thought, we did, I thought we had determined that it was a hoax, and they're not really <laughs> partnering with them. They're just like putting it on there to make it seem like it's benefiting something. <laughs> we, should, we should start our own beer company, and we just have all these causes that we say we're donating to. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just, anyways, but yes, zoo animals is, is the uh, topic of the day, and... What do you get excited about when you go to the zoo? You know, what what are you looking forward to? What are the best exhibits? We're going to break all that down. Yeah. I, I think kind of on that topic, when I'm going through making my list, I'm thinking some of the things that really kind of define what we want to see. And so some of the criteria I have are, one, kind of like the sense of awe or wonder that you get uh, from seeing these animals. Another is the entertainment factor from actually watching them. Like, is there some kind of entertainment value to seeing this particular exhibit. And then the last, which I think is really a big factor, is almost like a fear factor to where the zoo presents an opportunity where you can go see like apex predators right in front of you that normally you may be horribly afraid of, but it gives you a chance to kind of see them up close and personal. So there's a little bit of kind of like the looking fear in the eyes type of deal that you don't consider, but I think it kind of gets us going a little bit. Gets us going is the appropriate term to use. Um, I pretty much have the same criteria, right? So the only thing I'm adding to mine is personal experience. So, you know, I went to the zoo a lot as a child. And what terrified me as a child may come back on this list. Is it fair? No. But, (laughs) But you know what? I think you guys need to know. You know, we're entering that age where, you know, sometimes you may have to take your nephew or you may have a child. And it's... I'm giving you the knowledge you need to know to avoid these dangerous animals. Yeah. And I guess the last thing is, I mean, each zoo is a little bit different. Some of these may not appear in certain zoos, but they do appear in others. So I think that's always kind of the, the randomness factor. But I didn't really didn't consider that. I've kind of just considered, in general, what animals may you see at a zoo. Because some of these may be staples, some of these may not, in all fairness. See, I considered everything that was in the glossary of Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> So, you know, I'm actually going to fact check you on this now that you, you mentioned You absolutely <laughs> should. What a fantastic game. But uh, yeah. I think that's all we have to go on. Uh, Nathan, do you want to kick us off with the best? Yeah, let's go. So number five on the best list. I'll try to provide specificity where I can. But here I've just got large snakes. What? And so <laughs> large. What a cop out. Large snakes. So pretty much at every zoo, there's going to be, you know, you know, reptile house or something of sorts. There's going to be some kind of place where where they have some kind of collection of lizards and snakes and spiders and whatnot, that, that section of the zoo. And so, I mean, 
you think about, once again, going into the fear factor, one of the big fears people have are snakes. I mean, you've got Indiana Jones is afraid of snakes. Uh, we have movies built off it with Anaconda, with J-Lo, uh, and Snakes on a Plane with Samuel L. Jackson. You know, you got all these these things based around this. So it, it definitely is right there in the fear factor already. But then what's really cool is when you go into a zoo and you end up seeing like an anaconda or like a giant python or depending on where you're at, what types of snakes they have there. There's pretty much nothing like it. Like I'd seen just a giant snake that could crush you to bits if it wanted to. And then being able to see it like really close. And, and I'll give it that they really don't do much. They're kind of just sitting there for the most part. But just seeing the sheer size of them is pretty cool, I would say. What are your what are your thoughts now, so far? Now, hold on here, sir. I uh, disagree with you wholeheartedly. Snakes are sometimes they're doing too much. So, have you ever seen Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone? I was actually going to bring that. Were up. you? Yeah. Were you I was going to say the one time that you may see some activity is if you have a uh, underage wizard. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, like you know, it turns out that was Nagini, right? He's pretty much letting Nagini go free. Also. How come in that first movie, the snake speaks English, but later on, it's all like parcel tongue? And that's a whole, it's a whole other thing. Anyway, I'm just saying, you know what? Snakes, you know, they're slithering, they're gross. In cartoons, they leave like this, this film or fluid behind them. You don't want that. It's going to make you filthy. Yeah, I mean, you may think so. If somebody invites you to go to a snake farm, you might think that it just sounds nasty. But, I mean, here we're talking about it's a reptile house where you got these cool snakes behind, you know, these big pieces of glass. And it, it, it like it's an experience unlike any other. You, so you, you don't get impressed at all if you were to see, like, a 24-foot python. I get impressed by the glass. The glass? <laughs> the glass that is protecting me from the python. <laughs> that excites me. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that you aren't about this one. No. Like, I thought this would be a winner right here. No, it's not a winner. <laughs> I, I respect your list. All right, what, what if they did, you know how, like, at the zoo they do some types, like, of, like, feedings and things like that? Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's zoos that do, you know, large snake feedings in front of the public. I don't, I don't know, man. I've never heard but, of it. I mean, what if you had something like that where it's, hey, here's this giant python. We're going to throw something in there and basically the public can view feeding time. For better or worse of the kids' childhood memories, I'm bringing my hatchet and I'm gonna chop up the python. So you're gonna you're gonna go past the glass too. Yeah, <laughs> if they're giving me an opportunity to get up close and personal for whatever reason, I'm ending it. No child should have to suffer looking at the python. I guess, I guess my intention is more everybody stays behind the glass and the the zoo expert oh, goes. Oh, in so and not like not you. Drop something into t- yeah, like oh, they, see, I thought you were talking about a personal encounter. Oh no, no, personal encounter would probably be. I don't even know if that ever get improved from a, an insurance standpoint for them, but uh, I'm thinking more like you're still behind the exhibit and the zookeeper is like dropping something in there, providing some kind uh, of sustenance. So you, you kind of get to watch the animals at work in a sense. That might make me that might make me more worrisome. You know, I'd be like, oh god, zookeeper, please be careful. <laughs> no, I would not be for it. That's a fair point, but I mean, long story short, giant snakes are cool. Uh, they are terrifying if you ever see one in the wild, but once again, the zoos provide this opportunity to see it. That really, the only thing, like I said, entertainment factor might be a little bit lower. Everything else, I think it really meets everything you're kind of looking for in a zoo experience. Now, fun fact, because we both played Pokemon when we were young. 
Did you know that Ekans is snake spelled backwards? <laughs> yes. And then Arbok is Cobra. Dude, that took me the longest time to figure out. I, I, I don't know why. The only reason I knew that um, at first was uh, I had gotten the, uh, it was like one of the strategy guides I used to sell back in the days. Mm-hmm. And it had like these fun facts at the bottom uh, of the page. And so the one in particular I had pointed that out. And so I kind of knew in the first generation at some point early on that it happened, but that, that's the only reason I, I figured it out. Oh, see, I was just an idiot, and I was on, it's like some <laughs> YouTube comment channel when I was like 20, and I was like, whoa, they're absolutely correct. So, yeah. Um, anything else? On no, I, I think okay. that's enough for snakes. Uh, so five on the worst list, alligators. So alligators are a lamer version of crocodiles. So, one, alligators stay in the water, right? So if you're going to the zoo, you're not really going to see them. And if you do, like, they're kind of just, like, hovered up halfway above the water. It's like when you're boiling an egg. <laughs> Sometimes it's kind of floating there. Uh, you don't want to see that. You, you know, you're trying to excite your, you know, your family, yourself, your, your kids, and that, that just doesn't get you going. Two... They're not as deadly as crocodiles. And when you're at the zoo, you were talking about that fear factor. They don't have that. They're more selective. You know, it's actually very rare that somebody dies at the hands of an alligator. Normally, they're going for small prey. They're a lot more selective. Um, But just from a viewing side of it, again, they're more boring. They're green, so they kind of blend in more. Crocodiles kind of stand out. So I think if you're trying to compare the two, it's, it's really boring. I don't know. It looks like you have something to say about yeah. alligators. I was trying to remember. I, I think I could be remembering this wrong, but I, know, I think there's also a lot more crocodiles in the wild than there are alligators. Are there? Because I, I was remembering a say where I think is that on like a animal by animal basis, like percentage, that technically alligators are more likely to attack a human, but there's also far less of them. And then, of course, they're... I guess generally like half the size, or they're just not nearly as large as crocodiles are. Yeah. So they're not going to be like said as physically intimidating, but not that you want to be messing with a gator. I think also part of it may have been that th- there's a fair amount of alligators in close proximity to humans in certain situations. Um, but, but yeah, cause obviously in Louisiana people are trying to catch. I, I was going to say, time. you know, so like, I think that's a part of it, uh, but, but, but yeah, I, I think everything you're saying is true. Crocodiles are the more menacing, you definitely don't want to get into a fight with a crocodile. You don't want to fight an alligator either, but it's like a, a small notch down on the scale. Uh, crocodiles would really be the the money grabbers from the, the, the fear factor standpoint. Yeah. Once again, it, it might be a domestic thing too. Cause I think mm-hmm. I think in the U.S. there probably are a lot more alligators in the U.S. You're, you're probably right on the money and, with that. And I do travel a lot in the South, and like yeah, there's like swamp farms and like gator, like. Mm-hmm excursions and things you can go on. Um, you don't really see that with crocodiles. Um, I mean, if you see a large reptile of any sorts, it's best just to stay away regardless. But yeah, <laughs> no, if you had to choose one, I-, I would rather be around an alligator, I guess, than a crocodile. Yeah. I, I'm, just I'm, saying, not, I'm not happy, but I'm, I'm just saying it makes for a, like a boring viewing experience. Yeah. And then also, I mean, what a lot of times there'll be some zoos, I guess, where they have somebody kind of go interact with the alligator. I was going to say, if they're getting fed or something, sure. They're getting fed. Or or even some of the other times, though, if it's like the zookeeper moving it or doing something, a lot of times they'll have the, you know, the mouth closed. Like, kind of, there's that, like, band they stick over the alligator to where 
I mean, really the cool thing about the alligator is if you could just see inside its mouth and kind of, you know, see all the teeth and whatnot. Like, that's really the most impressive thing about the dang animal. So if you take that out of the equation, you lose all the excitement of that, is being able to see it bite something or show off its uh, monsters or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's like if you put a muzzle on Gary Busey. (laughs) Like, it kills all the fun of having Gary Busey around. (laughs) I don't know. I think he's got an energy level the alligators don't have. I don't know. I don't think if he could talk, I, I think that would kill a lot of it. Like, he would get sad. So, Anyways, that's an so, old reference. So his mouth is like the generator of all his energy. Yeah. It's the source <laughs> of his power. <laughs> Do you have any more on No, that no. Just... All right, so hopping back to the best list. Number four. This is going in a completely different direction from my last one. I have red pandas here. Red um, pandas? Red pandas. If you've never seen them or heard of them, which I think by now most people have, but they're basically these little tiny raccoon-like bears. They're basically pandas. They're just very tiny. They're red-colored for the most part. Um, But basically, they're very adorable, I guess, out of all the zoo animals. Um, They're kind of crazy. They do this thing where they stick their arms up in the air to try and intimidate or to play, and they fall down. Like It's pretty ridiculous to watch. So really, their their shining factor is the entertainment side of things. Um, A little bit of facts about them. They are endangered because it turns out they are very bad at surviving in the wild. Uh, They are herbivores. I think they only eat bamboo, similar to the the giant panda. Um, uh, Another fun fact is uh, the Firefox logo is based on a red panda. They're also known as Firefoxes based on their colors and and appearance. Um, Hopping back to the endangered thing for a second here. Um, One one interesting thing is that they're, they're called an umbrella species where some of the efforts to help them survive in the wild and to help that endangered status would also benefit some other species like the clouded leopard or the Chinese pangolin. So the zoo is doing some good work here by trying to promote those conservation efforts. That's, I guess, the one byproduct of zoos. Usually they'll have money being donated to conservation or they're Mm -hmm. doing some kind of research or funding the research. Like they're having things to promote wildlife along the way. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this is one on our list that's definitely in the endangered space, but you know, there's a lot of good that comes out of going to see the red pandas or donating to their cause too. So I think that's kind of like an X factor, uh, for them, I would say. See, I don't have much, all right. So unlike the snakes, I don't have a lot of negative here. Um, you know, a red panda just sounds cool. Like it almost sounds like they're in some sort of fight or war and they got bloody. And that's, just, that's how they got their name. Um, they are cute. So after looking at pictures of them, yes, it, it is very, they're very handsome. Um, and they are probably, again, they're, they're endangered. I think that kind of gives it cool points, you know? When you're going to the zoo, you're like, oh man, this, this thing may not be here for very long. I need to appreciate it. Yeah. I think that's something that goes, so a fair amount of the animals I think we'll probably mention are not necessarily in healthy states as far as the endangered levels go so if there's any of the animals we mentioned that you know you're particular fond of you you can look into conservation efforts if you want to be a, a good human being of sorts or see what you can do so that's look at you the one Nathan. positive message we could send out today before Man. we crap on animals <laughs> which that being said if you don't have any more to add there I, that, that's really all i had on the red panda front no no that, that, that's fine so let me go on to my number four kind of an odd choice here uh piranhas so, piranhas are very dangerous, right? 
They eat things. They have very sharp teeth. It's very novel. But when you're going to the aquarium, like, part of the zoo, they're, like, the most boring fish to look at. It's, so like, anything's better. So, like, clownfish are cute. You have silly salmon <laughs> swimming around there. You have all your jellyfish, and you have your sharks, and you got your, you know, your sea otters and things like that. These piranhas just look like this weird tent option you have on your TV where it's like, hey, slide the scale thing around, and this is this is how tinted it is. <laughs> they look kind of senile. They do. Like, they, they just look so boring. It's... And obviously, you're at the zoo. Like, you, no one has ever seen a piranha at the zoo eat something. Actually. Hold on. Do you have a story? Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but actually, at the Houston Zoo... Uh, going back to what I was saying about the the snakes or the alligators or I guess it was the snakes I was mentioning where it'd be cool if they had a live feeding at the zoo last time I was there they had it was a live piranha feeding to where there's like the piranha tank that they have out and then they dump fish into it for for the piranha to eat like there's kind of like a scheduled time huh. you can go watch the I've never there. seen that that was an intense experience and, and so that was easily the best piranha experience I've I've ever seen there because it. It's like a, a whirlwind of fish just going around all these things and snatching things up. So that that was really cool. Outside of that particular feeding, yeah, piranhas are horrible. They're they're not exciting at all. I mean, they're not now, they're not very pretty. Now fish. I need to know I need to know more about this. Did they like was it super quick? Like they dropped the fish in and the piranhas yeah, ate it real it quick, was, or was it like it was it was. It wasn't like it was like a big item. It was a bunch of tiny little fish. So uh, it was like they're they're eating these things in, in one go. Like they didn't. It's not like they dropped in larger fish to where you're seeing prana like tear something bit by bit. Which because I know there's probably YouTube videos and stuff of that kind of stuff. So it was it's more just a bunch of smaller fish. So it's like they're all going around each kind of like grabbing one at a time. So it's not like it's not necessarily a gruesome experience in that sense. But but yeah, they they become it go, it's like they go from like five miles an hour to a hundred. It's it's pretty cool huh. to see that. Outside see, of that, though, okay. I completely agree with the ranking. So see, if you're not going to see that, it life, sounds right? cool because like you know my coolest experience with piranhas, I guess, was like my favorite video game possibly is Donkey Kong Country Two Diddy's Conquest on the Super Nintendo, and I remember the piranhas coming after you a lot <laughs> in the water levels. But like, and that was exhilarating. However, I never, you know, it just, whenever I saw them live, I was just like, oh, it's kind of disappointing. <laughs> you saying that there, there's a video game reference I'm remembering now where it was like, oh, this had to be like, maybe like 2006 or like two, maybe 2006-ish, somewhere mm-hmm. in that time frame, there was a Punisher video game that came out, but it, it was very gruesome to where... I, I remember this. There, there, it was like, you know, obviously there's lots of guns and violence, but you could interrogate people and or kill them with various objects. And in one level, you're in like this uh, zoo that's closed, but you could stick some dude's head inside of a piranha tank. And that that was very gruesome. That was, that was really bad. Wait, 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 wait. Did I ever share that wrestling match with you? Which one? The... It's like two guys in Japan in like the whole point of the, oh, yes, the piranha yeah. wrestling match. Yeah, where like yeah, there's yeah. just a big piranha tank in the middle of the ring <laughs> and the whole point is like to submerge your opponent. In the, in the, yeah. Dude, that was pretty metal. <laughs> like, I would definitely not participate. No, <laughs> that that sounds terrifying and yeah, it just you could probably YouTube it. it it's pretty horrific. Okay, so so I think we can it seems like we can compromise that <clears throat> in the feeding sense, like it, in that particular 
point, you know, piranhas are probably one of the more exciting fish, but outside of that element, they're not necessarily anything you'd ever want to check out. They're on my worst list because you would have to go out of your way to find out when they're getting fed <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? You can't just stroll through the zoo. You have to literally put in effort to find out when this animal's interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so then hopping over to number three, here I have elephants. And <clears throat> elephants are one of the cooler animals just from a size perspective. I, I mean, the things are gigantic. I mean, I mean, elephants in, in the wild and, and whatnot can get over to like above like 14,000 pounds, I believe it is. And, and so there's just that like is seven ton animals. <laughs> and I mean, another thing as far as, far as like uh, the predatory rankings go, I, I don't think there's any animal that could beat the elephant in a one on one match. So, like, don't get me wrong, elephants generally aren't that aggressive, depending on, on the situation. But really, as far as if you were to have animal fight club, they, they, they would pretty easily be the kings. Because like, I think I think even rhinos and hippopotamuses. I was going to ask about hippos. How big are hippos? They're, so they're, 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 they're scary. They, I think it's, if an elephant ever got into the water, I think it could be a different ball. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, as far as some of the studies, because I think uh, as far as between... Elephants and rhinos, there, there's been, you know, incidents where an elephant has killed a, a rhino, but not necessarily vice versa. So it, it's, I mean, between that and then other predatory type animals just don't nearly have the size or weight to even have a chance at, you know, taking down an elephant or being able to bite through its skin or something like that to where there, there's limiting factors. So, but other than that, I mean, elephants are very peaceful creatures, so you still don't have much on the fear factor side even though they're possibly the top animal in a fight. Um, but they're also pretty entertaining because usually you can go watch them and they're using their trunks to, you know, like throw water on themselves or they're playing with their kids or you get to see the little cute little baby elephants walking around. So, like, they'll sh they're showering or something. And then the other thing is, I know with guys, usually there's, like, a sense of pride and how big of a dump you can make yep. as far as Absolutely. wrestling experience goes. We measure a lot. Elephants are also the king of that. <laughs> I mean, if you if you ever see that, that that's something to behold, I suppose. Um, so, I mean that that can be. I'm putting that in the entertainment bucket. So if that's something you get to witness. It there's probably nothing that can top that either from from that perspective. But, now, hold on. Have, have you ever heard of a page or like a? It's called Nature is Metal. Have you ever that, seen that? Is that like a Reddit subreddit? No, it's on. It's just a page like on either Facebook or Twitter. I think it has an Instagram. It's just like all these weird like animal attacks and animals like hurting each other. It is very metal, but like a lot of times there's elephants in there. And kind of to your point, like it's like the elephant gets angry. Elf, yeah. There, there's some really mad elephants on there. Also, I think elephants might have the cutest like parental relationship. Whenever yeah, you get like a fair. big, big uh, mama papa elephant with a baby. It's really cool seeing the size disparity. Um, that's awesome. Um, they're also like the smartest animal, allegedly. I think I that's like, some bonus points. <clears throat> like them, like dolphins and things like that are kind of up there on the intelligence scale, I guess. Yeah. You know what? Dolphins are evil. That's that's for another time. But uh, <laughs> no, man, elephants are fantastic, dude. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, you know, some of the thickest skin, I believe. That's true. Floppiest ears, right? I mean, largest ears, definitely, too. You think so? 
out of uh, anything? I mean, what would have a larger ear than a than an elephant? I mean, there really can't be anything that comes close, honestly. I wouldn't want to see it <laughs> if, if that was the case. But no, no, elephants are, are, are awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's about all I had there. I'll okay. take it back to you then. All right, so number three on the worst list, peacocks. <laughs> no, don't laugh. Don't laugh at peacocks, all right? We're already going to make fun of them enough. All right, so peacocks. They are like the pompous teenagers of the animal group. So, like, they do nothing. They contribute nothing to the animal society at all. All they do is look pretty. And they're not even that pretty, Nathan. So, like... They can be. No, no. They they don't can be. They can't. All right? So, like, you go to Peacock and, like, yeah, they have some flashy feathers and things. But, like, if you saw it for, like, one second, you're like, that's it? (laughs) Are they going to do anything? Are they going to, like, you know, show you their whole wingspan and all this? No, they're not. Because they're boring. They just sit there and, like, you you can stare at it and get lost. It, It just looks like... You screwed up making a tie-dye shirt, and, and that's what a peacock is. No. Yeah, this is taking me back a little bit, I guess. Uh, when we were talking what? about like, the like, what U.S. vacation spots, I think, because we're talking about like something like Mount Rushmore or something like that. Like, yeah. You know, it may be cool when you first see it, but then kind of once you've taken in the initial impression, there's not much after that as far as the entertainment value goes. I think peacocks could be similar to your point where you're saying where, you know, at first, yeah, they may, may look cool, but the effect kind of wears off. And then after that, you just kind of have these somewhat annoying walking birds of sorts where it's, it, like I said, there's just not much after that from, from that side. They don't do anything. They don't get in groups. They don't attack. They don't eat in a cool way. They don't have any cool features other than the way they look, which is superficial. And that's not how you should be raising anyone in your family. You know, I think I know somebody who was uh, chased by a peacock at one point. No, you don't. It was loose in the neighborhood. Hold on. Hold, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> How did a peacock get loose in a neighborhood? Okay, I could be misremembering this, but I believe it's uh, someone in my, in my wife's family who, there was somebody in their neighborhood who had peacocks and they got loose and one of them was chasing someone. This was your wife's family. Okay, I, I, I was going to ask if it was like... Your neighborhood, because we grew up in the same place generally for most of our time. No, I would, I would have known about peacocks if there okay. was one in our neighborhood. But but I could be misremembered. But so I guess that that would add probably to the list of negatives if the the peacocks are just kind of a holes for no reason. Maybe I can't see like a a knowledgeable intellectual human losing track of a peacock. <laughs> like it, they seem like wusses. <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I guess maybe they shouldn't have just been peacock owners in the first place, whoever this was. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't dispute the peacocks. I think that's that's a fair point. There's yeah. not much excitement there. And it's taking the good shows off Netflix. <laughs> it already took Parks and Rec. It's taking The Office in a few weeks. I'm just saying, Nathan, it's all the peacocks doing. You yell at me for my jokes. <laughs> you know what? Shut up, guy. All right, so Go ahead. hopping over back to the excitement. Number yeah. two on the best list is the tiger. And so you, you kind of knew that one of the big cats had to end up on this list. And for me, it's the tiger, which is, I mean, the largest of the big cats. 
So I think those can get up to about 800 pounds, whereas, I mean, the biggest lions, I think maybe around like 550 to where you got a pretty sizable advantage with the tires as far as size and, you know, strength and ability yeah. goes on that. I mean, I don't think they're quite hunters in the same way that African lions would be where they're needing to, you know, run long distances and so forth. They're more, you know, solitary in nature, but inside of a zoo setting, you're never going to have that, that difference in behaviors anyway. So, like, when you're seeing some of these things up close, I mean, tigers are freaking impressive to where it's it's something different. I mean, like I said, these are close. I mean, when you're getting to close to 1,000 pounds and this thing can move around and you know what it's capable of. And depending on what kind of enclosure it has, sometimes they'll have, like, a water area where you can see them swim or do other types of things that, that may be even closer to the viewing area. I mean, I mean there's... They're pretty badass animals. Um, and then obviously you have like kind of like the, the local zoos, the whole Tiger King thing. Where I was going to ask, so th- this is the only reason you're putting them on here. So, you know, full disclosure, Nathan saw the Tiger King at the beginning of the year. Everyone like- saw Tiger King at the beginning of, of the pandemic. Does it even feel like this year? It feels like it was years ago. Yeah, it's, oh, <laughs> it's been good, a while. Good Lord. But I mean, but yeah, so I mean, big cats are always going to be popular. Um, but yeah, tigers, they're, they're just, I guess the top dogs when it comes to that. That being said, lions are obviously cool. I think the next step down in size would be jaguars. And the one super, I guess you were talking about nature is metal. The one super metal thing about jaguars is I think they're the only big cat that will choose to kill their prey by biting through their skull to where like a jaguar will get prey and literally just bite through the skull to, to kill it. I don't think any of the other... See, you're making a better case for jaguars than you are tigers. Well, once again, if you're going to a zoo, you're never going to be able to see some of the predatory habits. So kind of like the prevailing factor in a lot of these is just the pure size and strength of some of these things to where when you go up in person, you can see that. Because, yeah, I guess you won't be able, like I said, to see the hunting experience for these other animals. Unless we open like a metal zoo where we like (laughs) sacrificed a bunch of elk or antelope or something. (laughs) No, that's a terrible idea. But, we do not. We do not advocate for that. But 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 I mean, yeah. That that being said, I mean, big cats are always going to be a winner as far as zoos go. And, and once again, the whole reason Tiger King is possible is because people will pay to see that. I mean, they also clearly find the baby big cats to be adorable. Like people love to hang out with baby tigers and things like that. So that those are the types of things that people crave, I guess, for better or for worse. So once again. Ugh. If you have animal conservation efforts, I know tigers aren't necessarily the most healthy of populations in the wild these days. So that, that's another one that's pretty up there on the endangered concerns. Yeah, and you know, if you like cats, you probably like tigers to some degree or to some extent. And yeah, they're they're amazing to look at. They're beautiful. You know, even like white tigers, things like that. You know, you go to Disney, you go to Animal Kingdom, you see some cool tigers there. Um, no, it's a good choice. Fair. Um, anything else? No, I think no. we can kick it over number two. On so list. this one is awful, unlike tigers. Flamingos. <laughs> Don't laugh. Why do you keep you, laughing? You seem like you have an agenda against birds now. First of all, I was laughing because the, First of the all, peacock. It, it's only been two birds, okay? Second of all, flamingos are almost more annoying than the peacock because they have to group up. So, one... There's not ever really an exhibit of flamingos. It's just like this weird thing you walk by. <laughs> like, they're just kind of hanging out, and it's always this massive herd of birds. 
And they're like they're grouped in there with something else usually too. Yeah, it, it, there's always like fifty to a hundred of these things, and they're always just being all pompous, standing there on one leg for hours at a time. Which apparently they can sleep like that, and I don't know why they have a second leg. What are they doing? <laughs> have you ever seen a flamingo by itself? No, you haven't. Don't try to tell me you have. This is not a thing that's happened. They don't do anything. They're pink, but they look like they, they were red at one point, and they've just been, like, ran through the wash incorrectly. Yeah. I could be wrong. Isn't the reason they're pink from their diet? It, like, it's because they What, what like was shrimp. their diet? Well, because I, I, I thought it was, like, was it shrimp? like, shrimp or something like that, and that contributes to their... Basically, their diet contributes to the color, and so that's why they're pink. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's factual or if I'm remembering this completely incorrectly. I'm looking this up. But that would be, like, the fun fact, I guess. But I guess while you're looking it up... I'll agree. I mean, flamingos aren't aren't very exciting either. This kind of goes to the peacock thing. They're just kind of random birds. <laughs> hey, you are right. So, uh, again, a lot of it is like shrimp and algae and things they're eating like that. So that's the thing they're eating. That co- So, yeah. that being said, then, I guess I don't... Next question. I don't know if I've ever seen a young flamingo. So, they, do they start out just like pale colored or kind of how does that process work? I don't know. But you know what? It's kind of like... All right. So, another reason they're, they're so poorly ranked is like... Darwinism, right? If they haven't learned to adapt by now and not turn pink, <laughs> you know what? You just don't get any respect. You probably stick out in the wild pretty easily if you're a pink. Yeah, you know what? Why would you want that? You're already standing on one leg, so how could you run? At least, yeah, if you're like a land type bird, it's probably the best color to be. You probably want to choose something a little bit more hideable. Yeah, you know what? Flamingos are just annoying. They haven't learned, they're pompous, they hang out in groups and are easily attackable. Very poor choice. I guess it just comes down to being the, the fastest flamingo in that situation. You can outrun the herd. Now, to be fair, there's so many. You probably do get lucky a few times before you get eaten. <laughs> I mean, there's so many of them, right? So it's like, yeah, you probably make it out. Anyways, that's all i got to say. All right, so now we come to the number one, the best animal to see at the zoo. It's gorillas. 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 That is the monkey you're choosing. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So going into the, the predatory aspect, I know we kind of established that, I guess, elephants would probably be the, the top dog in that sense. Yep. And with gorillas, they're probably not that high up on the list. Like, for example, like the last one I mentioned is a tiger. I mean, a tiger is probably far more deadly than a gorilla in a one-on-one battle to where, you know, a tiger would easily have the better aspects better traits would probably outweigh it too because i think why i said tigers get up to about 800 pounds like gorillas you know in the wild kind of get up to around 600 pounds ish to where they're outweighed they don't have you know the claws or the teeth or something that some of the other predators have um but what makes them terrifying is you don't know what they're gonna do next they're very unpredictable like they they seem kind of like us and they're these giant, like, Brock Lesnar-looking beings. And so you don't know what they're going to do. But you know if one ever wanted to, it could mess you up real bad. It's faster than you. It's stronger than you. It's just got this, like, fear factor element that none of the animals have. I mean, Planet of the Apes, I think, kind of serves to to, to go behind some of our fear of, of, of large monkeys and apes and things like that. I mean, that being said, chimpanzees are terrifying as well. Um, but yeah, it's just the gorillas are just giant creatures that, that like I said, you, you never want to be close to one. You never want to mess around with one. Um, 
bad, but also apart from the fear factor, they can be very entertaining to watch. Like if if you uh, go watch the gorilla exhibits, they're kind of funny creatures uh, outside of the fear side of things, where they're sitting around just eating something or kind of goofing around with the other gorillas. Um, and going back to like I said, chimpanzees. Chimpanzees are cool too. They're a lot of fun. So where they're always goofing around, doing weird things. You know, they're eating something or pooping or do, doing something cool to watch. Um, and then I, I guess the other sympathetic factor is once again they they always seem kind of like us a little bit. I know I said gorillas in the wild kind of get up to I think around six hundred pounds ish. In captivity, they get heavier. Like I think close around to six hundred or to like more like seven hundred pound range. And that's because they'll overeat and kind of get out of shape and, and fat, mm-hmm. which I think we can relate to as humans. Yep. Um, so I guess that may slow them down a tiny bit, uh, but still, they, they still have the fear factor going for them even there. But oh, there's a little fun fact for, uh, you know, relate a little bit to gorillas as well. Yeah. I don't know if I fully agree with it as your number one, but they are a very cool animal. And, you know, they're, they're supposedly very close to us on the evolution scale, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that probably makes them more relatable. In a very fun way. Um, they are very strong. You know, it was like the one animal considered to, like, stand up to a dinosaur. Right? See if King Kong <laughs> versus Godzilla. See, hey, you know what? There has to be something said for that, right? It wasn't a lion. It wasn't a tiger. Um, you know, you know, it does deserve some credit there. Um, the monkey exhibits were always my favorite growing up. Just the variety of monkeys you see. And, yeah, you're right. They, they are fun to watch. You know, they could be screwing around, like, on a rope and, like, fall down. But then they could, like, mesmerize you, like, just running and climbing. Um, they seem more self-aware than other animals. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they, they know what's going on. They know when they screw up more than, more than other species. Um, but, no, it's it's a very fair pick, sir. Yeah. I guess going to the, you know, you're saying how they seem aware of things, like... I mean, back to what we said about elephants, they're clearly very smart, intelligent animals, but they never seem to have as crazy of ideas that the gorillas do. The gorillas seem seem a little bit more, I guess, what, what I'm trying to think of the word, I guess, unpredictable. I'll, I'll just kind of stick with yeah. that to where, you know, you'd probably be more scared of a decision that a gorilla would make as opposed to an elephant, who seem to generally be pretty off themselves if you don't do anything to necessarily intimidate an elephant they're never going to have a reason to go that way but you know a gorilla could get bored or a chimpanzee that there's just like that x factor of you don't know what's going on with them correct um, and then what i will say is i forgot to mention this uh as far as relatability i think one thing that goes with us relating to these animals is just how prevalent they are in our local communities outside of the zoo experience so you're never going to see like a gorilla or a tiger here in texas but I mean, one of the things I mentioned earlier was snakes. And so, you know, I mentioned the movie. They have the movie Snakes on a Plane. Yep. And here in Texas, we don't have snakes on a plane, but we do have snakes on the planes. So we have snakes here in Texas. And that last 30 seconds is just a way for me to work in that line there. But uh, going going for there, yeah. There, (laughs) there, There were other points you could have made. You could have said, like, gorillas get a tape named after them. (laughs) <laughs> you know, nothing else does. Um, anything else would have been better. But this is just really poor. You should just stop. All right, fine. Uh, so let me go on to my number one here. The worst zoo animal, naked mole rats. <laughs> so the word naked should give it away right there. 
All right. So this is something that's normally in like you go to like the enclosed area somewhere, and it has like a it almost looks like an ant pile or an ant hill working. Um, it it looks like your grandmother's old wrinkly finger with teeth. <laughs> like it, it it's the most uncomfortable looking animal. It really is. Like technically speaking, it has like up to a hundred hairs. That like help with its balance and digging and stuff like that, but you can't really see it, so it doesn't count. We're not going to count that. And you know, it ha- it digs with its teeth, but its teeth are on the outside of it, which you know again doesn't contribute to its very unattractive nature. It's just burrowing with its outside teeth. In fairness, the mole rat's not meant to be seen. I it's guess. not. It's absolutely not. But we're at the zoo, Nathan, so we are seeing it. <laughs> And you shouldn't. Again, they should do away with this as an animal at the zoo. Every zoo you go to, this is one of the things. And it always scares all the little children. Do you want to scare the children? I mean, good lessons can come out of fear. I'll say that. What good lessons? I don't know. Just always leave a note, things like that. You could use fear to basically impression young children. No, these are like tiny pink walruses. (laughs) <laughs> it's a tiny pink walrus, and it, it's just, it's it's disturbing on the mind. It's like covered in poo, but it's naked at the same time. What? <laughs> that, that sounds like a lot of humans if you want to go back to the relatability scale. No, it's not relatable at all. <laughs> what, what I would say, though, is uh, going back to the awe factor and the criteria, isn't there some kind of an awe factor there? Because you're seeing like this hairless, wrinkly creature that you don't get to see otherwise. And not only that, but there's these crazy looking teeth going on. There's something there, right? Yeah, there's something there. It's the let's move on, Susie, <laughs> and go look at something else. No, you are absolutely wrong on this one topic. No, <laughs> naked mole rats, avoid them. They're gross. They make you want to vomit at the zoo. You don't want to vomit at the zoo. There's other patrons. Why would you want to vomit near the patrons? Get out of there. Yeah, I'd rather go see a naked mole rat than a flamingo if it comes down to it. No, you wouldn't. It'll <laughs> scar you. It'll give you nightmares. Don't do that. <laughs> well, I guess we can hop over to the honorable mention side of things then. Please do. Okay, so I guess we'll start on the, the negative side. Um, you already kind of covered this a bit, but really honorable mentions, I, I had birds. And you, you kind of mentioned flamingos and peacocks, which kind of fit into that category. But there's always, you know, like the bird cages usually where they have other types of, of birds from random places. Yeah. And, and the one benefit is you get to see some really cool looking birds because some of them have, you know, cool colors or cool features or things like that. But at the same time, it's a creature that's meant to fly around. And a lot of times they're usually in these very small enclosures to where that just can't happen or can't happen in a normal fashion. So it's more depressing than it is exciting. Because uh, with some of the other animals, you know, they still get to do the other physical activities they would like to do. But, yeah, it's, a, it's just with the birds, you can clearly tell they probably want to fly around more, but they physically can't based on the limitations there. Um, yeah, that's fair. The other ones I'll say is um, usually there's some kind of, like, antelope or type creatures there. Like, I, I guess, like, in Africa, there's, like, the bongos, which are, are basically gazelles of sorts. Or they may have gazelles. And so... Some of those creatures are kind of boring. It's basically like watching deer 
walk around, eat grass. Um, and some of them can be pretty cool looking, like they have some cool horns or something like that. But similar to the peacock, once you've kind of initially taken that in, there's not really much else they offer, in my opinion. Um, and then the last thing I kind of had in my honorable mentions is you mentioned piranha in yours, but I have other kinds of small fish, uh, just because, you know, at the zoo, if they have an aquarium type section is generally not very, very well thought out. Like it's kind of like a secondary type thought or efforts to where if you're used to going to like a, a actual aquarium with a large variety of fish and so forth, you're generally going to be disappointed at whatever the zoos put together unless they actually have like a huge facility where they've put a lot of money and effort into having some cool stuff to look at. Usually that exhibit as a whole is kind of a letdown. Um, so that's, it, it, it is a letdown. I think, I think the one in Houston was called the Kip Aquarium. Yes. <laughs> the Kip Aquarium. What a disappointing name for a disappointing exhibit. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, that kind of goes, it's a, once again, you already kind of covered that one by having piranha in there. It's just those exhibits never really live up to much. But I guess, yeah, is there any ones you were thinking about having on the list? Yeah, so actually, you know, yours were very fair points. One that almost made my list would have been like sacrilege to a lot of people. The Komodo dragon. Oh. So this dragon is very revered because it's just a huge ass lizard. But it never does anything. It's very venomous, too. I think that's the other... It is, right? Kind of like, yeah. That's what the, the other thing we didn't talk about, the snakes, is the venom factor. Because, you know, if, with some of these snakes, they can bite you and it can be See, terrible for you. I remember these being talked up so much when I was a child. But, like, every time we'd go by to the exhibit, it just sat there. It never moved. Wherever it was standing, that's it. It didn't go... <laughs> any, it didn't do anything. This is a terrible... Zoo exhibit. Well, as a child, you hear the word dragon and you're automatically yeah. excited. You're like, I'm going to see something cool like a Gyarados to go back to Pokemon. But no, you don't see anything cool. It's just something sitting on a tree branch and it just it just sits there. <laughs> it, it doesn't even consume anything. It's like, well, why am I watching this? Why was this so cool? And why is it just this one? Because they can only ever get one like any zoo. So it's like, no, that must be boring for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you'd call them Moto Dragons because you uh, they're pretty cool, but you'd like to see Moto. <sighs> Mother of God, please stop <laughs> talking. Um, I guess any other no, one. No, yeah. Oh my God, about. that was really, really bad. The only other one that was a, uh, a dishonorable mention was goats. The only reason... I, have I ever seen a goat? You there? have seen a goat. You know why? They're always at petting zoos. And that is the reason it did not. It was very close, but because it has a purpose, which is for the children to pet it, it did not make the list. Other than that, yeah. You don't think about it. I I didn't even think about the petting zoo. That Oh, you gotta think about the petting zoo. Yeah. But I guess I guess I'm okay with you not including it though, just because, you know, it it's not like a formal exhibit where they're saying, Hey, everybody stand here and look at these goats. Correct, but it's like the most interactive free exhibit. That's I mean that it's yeah, so still technically. It, it has it has a purpose, but it's like the animal itself is very eh. So yeah. I think I think you made the right decision with your list though. Yeah. yeah. But that that's a that's a very fair point that I did not even consider. What about yours? Did any any almost make your best list? I'll I'll let you start, I guess, to see you if, think so? if there's... I'll let you start to see if there's anything you're disappointed in not hearing. So, they yeah. may or may not be we, on this list I have. We've already talked about it, but lions, yeah. in general. I guess basically I was going to have, for variety's sake, I mean, 
if there's one big cat you need to see, that's what I was going to put on my list, and that's where I went with tigers, but lions are great. I, I don't have anything negative to say about lions. Yeah, now a they lot of times... Cool manes. That's the one thing that tigers don't have, is the, the male beards. That, they have beards. The beard. Yeah, so no, lions for sure. Um, another one that I, I could see why you wouldn't put this on your list, but giraffes. That was actually very close. That that was one that I originally actually and, had on the list. Correct, and it's like they never do anything, but just the size, kind of like an elephant, yeah. just the size of it. Once again, going to the awe factor, they may not have the fear factor, or they may not a lot of times have the entertainment factor, but the awe factor is just, it's the weirdest thing in the world, just looking at this long-necked creature. It's, it's something to behold. I think that that's why it was originally on the list. Um, I'm I'm okay if you're upset that it didn't make it. Yeah, no, I, I'm a little bit kind of like how I said, hey, the elephant's like the cutest like parental relationship. Giraffes are really cool too to see the babies Dude, next to the adult. Actually, what's what's you know they you said you didn't they don't do they don't do that much like that's no they don't that's, a that, fair that's point. probably why. But like if you sit there long enough, every once in a while, you may get to see a giraffe run, and it is the weirdest thing in the planet. Like it looks like us running. It's it's. It's very confusing. It's like watching Peyton Manning play football again, running around. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's the last thing yeah. I really had to say. On no, drafts, I guess the last thing I, I'm gonna say is penguins. Penguins, penguin dude, coolest exhibits, coolest like encounters. They're cute little pandas of the frozen sea. Uh, no, just they're adorable. That's it. I will say with the penguins, yeah, that's a very fair point. Um, I guess similar to the aquariums too. Usually aquariums will have a little bit better of like a penguin exhibit. Yeah. They'll do have like kind of like a, you know, kind of like a land type thing in there. And usually they'll put more effort into those. But Oh, correct. And they'll yeah. have more like actual like workers will be there and like doing stuff with but, it. But yeah, that being said, if, if you could see a zoo exhibit penguin, that, those are always entertaining. Did um, you ever watch Good What Good Luck Chuck? The movie Good Luck Chuck? That's the Dane. Dane Cook, Cook and Jessica Alpha? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> she like worked with penguins? That's... I don't know why I thought of that just now. I mean, I think I didn't think about it until the movie, but they, they mentioned that, I mean, penguins smell pretty bad. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Like, I guess especially because, I mean, they're, they're eating, like, raw fish and things like that constantly. Mm-hmm. I can't can't imagine that's the best smelling of diets. Um, but I guess, is there any other no, ones man. of the best? Okay, so that, yeah, that was it. Giraffes were one of the ones I had. Um, we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. I was thinking about including, like, hippos or rhinos, because um, both of those are... Are pretty crazy creatures when you think about them. They're they're, they're very. It's it's something you definitely wouldn't ever see outside of a zoo experience. Similar to a lot of these other animals, obviously, but it's just a very odd creature to look at. Because like the hippos, all they ever do that's cool is like a bunch of them sunbathe at like the same time. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you never get to see them do cool stuff. Yeah, they don't. They don't do much. It's it really the main benefit is just visually looking at them because they're yeah. very odd creatures when you when you think about it and i mean obviously they their traits help them out in the wild but in a zoo experience it's not the most exciting um the others i had were this is one i was thinking about the, the sea lions like usually there's like a really cool exhibit where they'll have so like sea lions or something like that yeah where they're doing all these cool tricks and acrobatics and things like that and so like those are way up there on the entertainment scale and so I think it'd be really fair to include those if that was something that, yeah, that for you're sure. into. And then the last thing I had was bears, which I mean, bears are cool, but they really don't do much inside of a zoo. They sleep. 
And, Almost the entire you know, time, it seems. <laughs> yeah, every time you really see a bear in a zoo, you don't really see brown bears. It's really just black bears, which obviously is for, like, the safety, because, you know, black bears are a lot more tame and, and timid than brown bears. But, yeah, they don't ever do anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, bears are really awesome creatures, and, you know, you would never want to face them in the wild, but, I mean, they're, they're basically just chilling the entire time, not really doing anything. And half the time, they'll be sleeping in somewhere off-screen yeah. or so, where... You can't really see them from the, the viewer standpoint. So I think that's the other thing. But So they just didn't live up on the entertainment side of things versus some of the other big animals we had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's really all I had on my list. Done. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Zoos are fantastic, so visit if you can. Uh, this time of year, the holiday season is a good time to visit, too. I know a lot of zoos will do, like, Christmas lights and things like that. I think, you know, Houston do, does something they call zoo lights, which can be yeah. very entertaining. Um, have you ever been to any other zoos besides Houston? So, I'm trying to think. I've definitely been to other ones. I actually was in one, I think. Did I go to one in Argentina, maybe? Oh, wow. Was, I, I'm trying to remember the random zoos I've been to, but see, outside of Houston, I'm trying to think of any other like major city zoos that I've been to. See, the coolest one I've ever been to, it was called the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. It's in Colorado Springs. It's like built on this beautiful hill. It's a ton of walking, but it's like, it's amazing. Yeah. And I went when it was like 30 degrees. Actually, that's a lie. I think it was like 8 degrees. I mean, one day I want to go to the San Diego Zoo because I hear so yeah. much about it. But, I mean, at that zoo you were talking about, I mean, was there anything super crazy you saw there versus what we were No, I mean, they, I think they had like the coolest like giraffe interaction. Like you go up and just feed them lettuce and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like, no, it was just, it was the features of the zoo itself. Did you really feed cool. the giraffes? Yeah. They like get their tongues all up on your hands. Oh yeah. It was very hairy, very scratchy. They have like blue tongues, right? That's that's the other like weird thing about them. Not, well, it was more like a palish kind of grayish. It might have okay. been blue. It was hard to see. But yeah. That's I I'd probably It's a that. weird note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get your giraffe the tongue licking in, you know where to go for that. Just yeah. your local zoo. All right, well, let's end that here. <laughs> so uh, we're going to finish our uh, collaborated Houston Zoo beers. <laughs> Other than that, guys, go visit your local zoo, and we'll see you next time.